conversation with Devon Business Show Special in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Counting down to the Devon Business Show at Plymouth Pavilions on Wednesday the 28th of September. Hello there, I'm Stuart Elford, Chief Executive of Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, with a special edition of my podcast where we are introducing our sponsors from the Devon Business Show. And as we count down to the show, which is on Wednesday the 28th of September at Plymouth Pavilions, we're giving you the opportunity to meet our headline exhibitors to find out a little more about them and the exciting things that are happening. As you may know, the show is themed around our strategic priorities, which are people, planet and purpose. And now with us here in the studio to talk about the people theme and why they're supporting it, I'd like to welcome from City College Plymouth, Tanya Head and Emma Lindsay. Hello, Tanya and Emma. Hello. Hello, like a double act. Hello. <laughs> so now we've just done this off air, but I'm going to do it on air because I could not get this. Tanya, what is your title? I'm Director for Adult Education and Business Growth. Thank you. And Emma? I'm the Curriculum Lead and Development Officer for Business, English and English for Speakers of Other Languages. Ah, uh, you said the full title. You said ESOL. <laughs> I was like, what on earth is ESOL? Well, that's just their acronyms that you uh, Yeah, like acronyms. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so military and police do that, don't they? Everything They used to say, you, if you haven't done the TLA course, the three-letter abbreviation course, you're completely lost because <laughs> they use acronyms for everything. I'm sure all our listeners have heard of City College. I mean, who in the City of Plymouth hasn't? heard of or been to i am alumni myself of the college then but tell us a brief bit about it and what does the college do what services do you provide and how do you fit in with the community we're an integral part of the community really aren't we like you said almost everyone you know has either been to the college or knows someone who's been to the college so for us our role we see is to enhance the local community isn't it Yes, and we've already got an excellent reputation for our adult skills provision, particularly for its English, (laughs) maths and our access to HE. But I think going forward, we want to respond to the growing needs of the city, particularly our employers. Oh, I'm going to come to that in a minute, because that's particularly <laughs> pertinent. Well done. Has somebody briefed you on this? Um, no. <laughs> I promise you we haven't had a chat before about this. Um, but it's interesting you say about adult education, because I think perhaps for most of us, we'd think that City College Plymouth is where you go if you don't go to do your A-levels at school. I mean, is that still a big part of what you do? It's probably not even called A-levels. Now, have I just shown my complete no, ignorance? No, it's still called it's A-levels. It's still A-levels, A-levels. okay. A-levels. Still yeah. A-levels. I think predominantly we have been that 16 to 18 your focus at City mm. College but the landscape's changed doesn't it and we need to respond to our adults and the skills that are required in the city and work more closely with employers and when you and think about the employment journey that most of us go on you don't have a job for life anymore no. people no, want to change careers people want to upskill and try different things so we are seeing more adults come to us because they've reached where they can go with what they're doing at the minute and they want to look at different opportunities so yes. we can kind of bridge that gap between where they are now and where they want to be in the future which is quite exciting it's a nice thing to be able to transform someone's life yeah and i mean that's the employee driven side of it really in the sense it's the person themselves that wants to drive their skills to look for something but you touched on the demand from the city which is really important that's the employer side of things the chamber of commerce has just been nominated by the department for education to deliver a local skills improvement plan which is looking at what do 
employers want because the example we give is it's pointless turning out thousands of llama farmers just because it's an interesting course what we really need is highly skilled people in certain areas or people with very specific skills so that firstly that helps business helps the city grow but also of course it means that those people have a chance of employment because I'm not sure there's many llama farms in Devon. So if we churn out thousands of them, they're not going to have any jobs, are they? This is one of the things that we're hoping to speak to everyone about next week because what we want to know is the gaps from an employer's perspective, what they are missing in their current employees and what they're missing in the recruitment process because we know there's a gap between the skills that are offered by the people of the local community and what businesses need. So it's about kind of closing that gap and using us as the bridge to make sure that the local workforce is meeting the needs of local businesses because if yeah. they're two separate things, like you say, it's not going to be beneficial and for anyone. at the moment, it is two separate things, isn't it? I mean, yeah. unemployment is at a low and we have got businesses that, you know, want to upskill their staff mm. but are not quite sure how and where to do that. And we want to be City College, the place to come, but we want to have that more flexible approach where we could maybe go into businesses and offer bespoke training Whereas before we were always, everybody came to City College. Yeah. And Emma very eloquently put it in one of the meetings is, you know, we put on our offer and we think that's what everybody wants. And what we should be doing is going out and saying, what do you need? And hence, we've worked together on producing a really simple Google form to do that analysis with employers because then we'll respond to that need. Absolutely. And that's what the LSIP's about. And we're going to work very yeah. closely yes. with you on that. In fact, I've got a meeting with your principal, Jackie Grubb, in a yeah. week or two's time, I think. So, no, really interesting stuff. And something you just said reminded me there that anecdotally, a lot of our employers are telling me that what they want is people with good customer service skills, what they call, and none of us like the expression, but nobody's come up with a better one yet, soft skills. Yeah. Yes. You know, the ability to talk to people, the understanding of work ethic, the importance of actually turning up when you say you're going to turn up, being well presented, all that sort of thing. Does that feed into what you do? Yeah, employability is embedded in everything we do. So right. with our learners, we create expectations that you need to attend all of your lessons, you need to be on time. We link it to employment. However, that does rely on them being with us in the first place for yeah. us to be able to coach and train that sort of behaviour into people. We do have a lot of people who are employed and want to move on to something else and other opportunities. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's as much unpicking what they've already learned in learned, one industry to prepare yes. them for another industry. Is mislearned a word? I'm not sure it is. But I'm, yeah. Perhaps I need yeah. to come along and do some English. And my teacher's English. Well, do you know, my first business was a small PR company. And I quickly realised that the people I wanted to employ to do PR were not people who'd done a PR degree, it was people who'd done an English degree. Yes. Because I could teach them PR, I could teach them how to write a press release. But I had people who came through incredibly knowledgeable about all the theory of public relations, and they'd only written one press release in their whole degree. And I'm thinking, well, that's what I need. I need someone who can write. I can't teach someone English. No, I'm not very good at it myself, obviously, <laughs> yeah, as we've just found out with my mislearned. So going completely off topic before we come back on topic, it's interesting you talked about, you know, adults relearning. So if you weren't working for the college and you could start again and do something different, what would you do? Tanya first, go on, I'll put you on the spot. Gosh, that's an interesting question. I don't think I've been asked that one before. I came from a private industry, so self-employed. I probably learnt very quickly those skills that we all talk about, you know, mm. being organised, turning up on time, all of those things. And then I started working at the college 15 years ago. Without it sounding cheesy, I came in as a volunteer 
and I had the opportunity to upskill, retrain um, whilst I was on that journey to the point of where I am now. So I feel really strongly about City College being that place for everybody. Jackie's not listening. You can say it. <laughs> I'd I, rather do well, Jackie, she is my, my answer's going to be much If Jackie was sat here now. So I think the most important thing for me, I think one of the reasons I'm in this row is because everybody should have that opportunity. And we all work really well as a team on helping our students and our future employees, employers with all those skills. So I don't know whether I'd actually do anything different. Well, it's great that you found your niche then. Yes. You are where you should be. Go on. Tell <laughs> See, Emma's giving this way. I'm, I'm never going to admit that. I totally that, agree actually. with all of that sentiment. And, you know, it's a, you know you the really college is a great place to work. Dancer however, or oh, oh, there's a what however. I really want to do, I would be a perpetual student because I just love learning. On the side, I would love to be a cat psychologist because I didn't actually know that was a well. thing. So a when I was a kid, I'm, I absolutely love cats. If I knew that... Being a psychologist for cats was a real opportunity. <laughs> that is what I would have pursued. <laughs> I am only laughing because I look down and my dog Charlie is at my feet. Do you know, I came out of the house the other day and my neighbour was talking to their cat as if the cat understood them. Oh, they do. And Charlie and I had a real good laugh about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, people do. I talk to my cat all the time. <laughs> Go on. I mean, yeah, Charlie is so well adjusted, he doesn't need a psychiatrist. But there we go. I think dogs are generally better behaved, aren't they? Well, clearly. Especially <laughs> him. He is known as the chamber well being officer, actually, because he's very, um, very good and calming for us all. Follow Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce on Twitter at chamber underscore Devon and search for us on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can register to attend the Devon Business Show by visiting devonchamber.co.uk. In conversation with Devon Business Show Special, in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Well, we better talk about skills again. Sorry, I've gone off onto cats <laughs> and, and stuff. So why do you think it's important that the college is so closely involved with the community and works with businesses? We're all working towards the same goal. We all want to improve the city that we live in. You can't separate out these aspects of our city because education feeds into business and employment and that feeds into people's lives. It's really important to have that holistic approach where we are all working together collectively for the benefit of the city, the community, the wider community across the country. You know, we're the ocean city. We should be leading by example. And actually part of that is that collaboration that comes between all of us sharing our expertise, our ideas, our goals. Yeah. Tanya, you mentioned it, that it's important. We're all part of the city and it's what employers need. And I think that's really important. We also mentioned not just those who are starting out in their careers, but those who want to sort of better themselves. What will you be doing at the show on the day to help people? If people come up to you and say, I don't know what I want to do, or they've got thoughts about going into a career, can they just come up and chat to you about that? Without a doubt. Absolutely. Yes. And we're hoping that will be the case. I think I've said it previously, we don't want to just say this is what we do and this is what we offer. We want people to come to us and say, I didn't know you did cat psychology. <laughs> but Is it a course at the college? No, no, not, no yet. not yet. Good answer. Good answer. So that we can go back and work on that as well. I think, you know, many, many years ago, we had that footfall through the college. Yeah. And like I said, the landscape's changed, doesn't it? And we want to be the college where people, if they're not confident to come in, you know, we're going out into communities to work. So we're working with lots of different organisations, obviously our employers, but lots of different organisations in the community because that will lead 
to employment as well. And for individuals, it's not just about these are the courses we've got. It's about the support services we have. So our Students' Union have done amazing work with people who are really struggling. It's tough times out there. Mm. They've put a lot of support in place for our students and their families. We've got a career service that is fantastic. So that's open to anyone. They could come along and have a chat about the different options. It's not just something that's for the school leavers. It's something that's a real option for our adult learners. And we often refer potential learners to the career service. And it helps them formulate a plan. It helps them sort of see where they can go with things. I always sense when I go there that the college is a really good community. And is that the point that you offer the full wraparound? It is. And that's something I'm really, really keen to keep building on. I mean, you know, the people that I know that work at an industry would love to come in on a Saturday and upskill, you know, learn a new train. But they go, I've been to work all week. I've got the children. So we are really keen to offer this real flexible approach where we're even talking about putting on a kids club, you know, where they can bring the children in. It could be coding. It could be sport. You know, we'll have a range of activities. And the employers that I'm talking to, even just friends, you know, going, Mm. gosh, I'd love to go in and upskill in my maths or do a science or whatever it is they need. If I can bring the children, (laughs) you know, I'm not thinking about childcare. um, That's going to be really, really helpful. For employers, we can be saying, if you can't release your employers during Mm. the week, we have the option to do it during the holidays or of a weekend. Well, that's really important. I mean, again, businesses are telling me that they don't want to kind of lose a member of the staff of for days on end at college. They want them in their building, earning money, learning on the job. What they need help with is the technical skill, the technical training, the accreditation of the yes. training and all that sort of thing. So it sounds like you're doing that. And I'm lucky enough to sit on a couple of skills panels with the city and for the Heart of the Southwest and for Devon County Council. And we know there's a real gap in the fact that we have very low unemployment, but there are a number of people who are, I think they call them economically inactive, and are actually hard to reach. Mm. So how do we reach those people, do you think? How do we encourage people back into education, back onto their career path? You know, there's obviously people who are either long-term unemployed, perhaps, or they have health issues, or they have a disability. I mean, do you work around those? Have you got programs to help people into employment? I've been working closely with CTEC Plus because you are right. The people we're talking about wouldn't necessarily come into the college and say, I'd like to sign up for a course. So what we've done is we've changed how we're going to approach that. And we're going to have staff that are positioned down in CTEC Plus, just a body there, just to talk about those entry qualifications, introduction to building, improve your English and maths, but even how to write a CV. We are going to discuss, we're not going to call it confidence workshops, because as soon as you call it a confidence workshop, somebody goes, I don't want to do that. Because they're not confident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not confident, I want yeah. to do that. Yes. I but laugh, you, but it is but an it, important but thing. But it's a workshop that we will work with them building their confidence but without necessarily saying this is to build your confidence and that's a really positive move you know I'm working in youth clubs you know with Defford Community Mm. Centre hard to reach we tend to find as well once somebody has made that first step and we've got the connection with them it opens a lot of doors to them a lot of my adult learners in my English provision will come to us and take an entry-level functional skill qualification which is quite a small qualification And as they develop and they sort of get a taste for learning and what the college community is like, they will progress through the levels. It's not scary anymore, is it? It's not. It's a really lovely place to be. And they'll end up taking GCSEs or doing an access course or moving on to university or another job. So it's almost 
getting that initial meeting between us and the potential student that's going to jump over a lot of those barriers. It's right. You know, once you get over that confidence thing, it opens the world up. And most people are far more skilled and competent than they think they are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were fortunate enough to be a kickstart gateway and we put 407 young people into employment. And of those that have completed their placement, 76% went into full-time education or into full-time employment. That's fantastic. These were people who were far from employment. We had two ourselves and they came thinking that they were not sure they could actually do it. But once they did, it was transformational, really heartwarming to see. In fact, one of our Kickstarters, we had a team meeting and we went around the room just talking about the successes of the last year to try and sort of say what we were proud of in my view. And we got to the Kickstarter and he said, I'm proud that I belong to an organisation that's put 407 young people into employment. That got smoky eye. It was like, blimey, we've actually done something really practical. And I think the point of that, which was a surprise as much for the employers as for the employees, is that the employer took a risk, backed by government, but took a risk in employing these people and found actually they've got so much to offer. Three Kickstarters we took on, we didn't regret any of it. You know, brilliant. They're fantastic. One of which still working with us now, two others in other employment. So, really, really exciting times. So, I think. We need to encourage people to do this and we need to encourage employers to take a punt. So can you support the employers to take a punt on people? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was an employer who did. Like you, I can tell that story. And yeah. So at the show, then people can come up and speak to you at your stand. We but would you... really like them to. Yeah. Of course. Have you got any incentives? You know, have you got any little like, champagne or anything? Public sector. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. So you're lucky to get a freebie pencil or something. You'll have some marketing gizits, I'm sure. But the important thing is you're there to talk to people about skills and how you can support business. Yes. And I think on the day we have got two of our other colleagues there and City College for all of our employees that are there on the day will have the opportunity to be offered a free digital course for either themselves or any of their employees. Fantastic. And they'll be able to talk to myself and Emma about that and how that would work. Thanks for coming in and seeing me. As we record this episode, the Devon Business Show is only days away. So we're really looking forward to seeing you all there. And you can find out more about the show at devonchamber.co.uk. We'll also be recording and publishing as live episodes of this podcast throughout the day, which is sure to contain some useful information and advice, and no doubt a lot of fun too, and meet interesting people like my guest today. So don't forget to subscribe, and please come along to the business show, bring your friends, bring colleagues from work, bring young people especially. We're in the chamber encouraging people to bring to our events younger members of staff, people who get a real feel for the business community. So it just leaves me to say thank you to Tanya Head and Emma Lindsay, and I look forward to having a champagne on your stand at the show <laughs> next week thank you for having us thank we're looking for forward to seeing us. everyone next yes. week it's been a pleasure thanks very much thank you in conversation with devon business show special in partnership with westcott's chartered accountants and business advisors for more information about westcott's follow on linkedin facebook instagram and twitter at westcott's uk In Conversation With is produced by Fresh Air Studios, full audio production services for podcasts, live links, and corporate communications. Visit freshairstudios.com. Copyright Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and Fresh Air Studios Limited. All rights reserved.